Hello. Can anyone around here speak basketball? It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. Trust in Messiah. Especially you, Ted Rogers. Welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Freddie Rivas. And who, sir, are you? I am the producer, Matt Duncan. That's because it's Halloween this week. (laughs) Hopefully I didn't scare you guys too much. Freddie, how are you? Oh, my goodness. You freak me out, first of all. Um, And, uh, you know, we didn't go. uh, We went in all sorts of places. This this episode got wild. But what we didn't do is talk about Halloween. Uh, So (laughs) thank you so much, Matty D. Um, yeah, you know, we're, 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 a we're basketball podcast. We're a Raptors podcast. We're, we're comedians, we're actors, we're, uh, you know, hardcore fans. We have analysts on sometimes, uh, comedians mostly, uh, today is a, a double comedian episode. So it really, it's nuts. Um, I'll just say that right off the bat, but, um, I'll, I'll, I'll get back to talking about the pod in just a sec. You know, Maddie, if, if, um, you know, people want to find us, help us out, support us, Maybe use one of our toques uh, for a Halloween costume Whoa. that doesn't itch. How might they do that? Go to dunkspodcast.com. As I always say, that is our website. Our episodes are there. Our past seasons are there. And as well, all our links to all the podcatchers. Because that's really what you want, right? You want to get to the podcatchers. So we've got the goods for you. Get subscribed. If you could rate, thank you. Thank you to all the people who have written us some reviews on iTunes and whatnot. Uh, We really appreciate it. It's nice to see, even if they're negative, even if we're in the NBA finals and you want to let us know that we're not doing enough episodes, that is totally fine. Just uh, leave your comments as you will. You know, we've got our Patreon that you can check out. We have changed the prices from American to Canadian and we dropped it a little bit. So it's only, you know, much more affordable. You'll get, you know, same day episodes. You'll get ad-free episodes and as well as some other stuff and some bonus episodes that we are working on, some different segments and stuff like that. So if you can support, awesome. We really appreciate that. And then you can talk to Freddie about the toques. If you want a toque, it's getting cold. Don't be afraid. Put something and sit in the shade. <laughs> it's working out a working out a tag for our toques, but they are anti-itch. That's what's most important. Tag or no tag. This sucker ain't gonna itch. Uh, it's contact us. We'll get you a Confederacy Dunks toque, and you'll be all set for winter. Um, you know, amazing, Matt, you're the best, uh, you know, two quick things, uh, new feature for the, for the toques. I always forget to mention they're great in the shade, um, so, put on a toque, go sit in the shade, yeah. uh, as Maddie D said. Um, and, uh, also, uh, you know, please, yeah. Like comment, all that good stuff. Uh, if you leave a negative review, I promise uh, Maddie won't remember, um, <laughs> <laughs> he won't specifically remember <laughs> when when we make the finals next time we got gotcha, you okay? yeah, yeah. Um, we're doing like and, a live stream big brother style like uh listen <laughs> i was getting married we messed up okay yeah uh, n- no regret it was a very married. busy year for both of us so it was we, we did our got best. married yeah 
Uh, it was our, you know, Raptors won and me and you got married. Huge. Uh, and it, it made sense, you know? Yeah. Dude, we have such a fun podcast. Uh, you yeah. know, Dylan Gotts on it, uh, you know, from Yuck Yucks, from, uh, you know, Dr. Plop is his newest album. <laughs> He's a maniac. He's so funny. You'll remember him as the guy who uh, was, was, yeah, was doing this podcast while at work yeah. and suddenly ran away. Uh, for all the folks who've been quiet, who've been inquiring about yeah, how how Dylan is, you'll see he's he's yeah. quite all right. He's his hilarious uh, hilarious self. Um, the and, wait uh, is over. <laughs> over, you know, and and of course uh, Alan Shane Lewis, who who's done the pod a million times. Yeah, we love him. Uh, CBC Baking Show, and um, you know Shoeless Lewis. You know so much good stuff. We 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 dive into you know rescuing a good player. Uh, the, this whole. Rogers Masai saga rotation stuff for the Raptors. And um, yeah. And what teams are kind of surprising. Yeah. Uh, and it's a, it's a fun app. So, so make sure you check it out um, and, and share. And well, if you're already listening, you are checking it out. So thanks. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I think, I think before we get going here, let me just say, as I always do, uh, black lives matter, defund the police, stop Asian hate and email your city councillors. Uh, we got a big Ontario election coming up, so make sure you are involved and engaged in that. Uh, yeah, I think um, with all that said, Maddie, if you feel like we're good to go, please just give me those amazing words that I love to hear so much. Okay. Okay. Okay, let's get uh, let's get this episode fired up. Uh, I have two very very funny, amazing guests. Uh, I've had them both on a bunch of times. Um, let's uh, let's bring on guest number one. Uh, you probably know him from CBC uh, Baking Show, but also <laughs> uh, he's been on this pod forever. Uh, he can still dunk. I hope uh, he cheated me in bump. Shout out below the hardwood. Um, shout out Shoeless Lewis. I mean, this guy's got a lot going on. He's amazing. We're always lucky to have him. Give it up as loud as you can, even if you're at home alone, for Alan Shane Lewis. Honestly, like probably four years of or three years of that music, still love it. Still fun. Yeah, it's a it's a good it's one. It's a bop. It's a little bop, you know. Some of them get annoying immediately. That one's still kicking. Just a. But thank you for having me. This is a lot of fun. And I did cheat you in bump. And guess what? I still got the trophy. You still got the I trophy. I still got the trophy. It means a lot to me. Listen, I would have treat I would have cheated you if I could. That's one part I never say. Um dude, I love having you on. You're amazing. Um I mean, yeah, I just want to talk Raptors ball so bad. So uh, I, I just also want to prepare you uh, for this next guest. Uh, uh, we were talking before the pod. This is one of the only cliffhangers ever uh, in Confederacy of Dunks history. Um, he's a hilarious comic. Uh, you know, check out uh, his album, Dr. Plops. Uh, I've known him forever. Uh, he's a hilarious dude, but I really have to stop the intro there because... If you're listening to the, you know, the pod the last time he was on, uh, he abruptly left. Uh, he was at work. Uh, he <laughs> told me before the podcast that uh, he was going to podcast from work and everything was totally fine. And yeah, about 10 or 15 minutes into the podcast, took off and uh, we were all scared for him. People have asked about him. Uh, he's okay. He's back, I think, after about a year and some. 
you as a kid, congrats. <laughs> Give it up as loud as you can, even if you're at home alone, for Dylan Gott. Yeah, this guy's nuts. <laughs> yeah, I get jobs just to fucking podcast from them. I'm at another job now. <laughs> Except you, ra- it's like the funniest part to me is how much you told me you're, you're like, hey, listen, I'm oh, at work. It's going to be great. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. The manager is showing up. I am in the toilet at McDonald's, by the way. I faked the shit. <laughs> oh, God. Is that where you work now? Like, dude, I just want you to have a safe job. Like, a I want everything to be okay. So I was working, I was a janitor for the TDSB, and literally this happened because a man texted me and said, the, like, head of this entire region is in right now. And before the podcast, I was like, I was like, this guy's fucking with me. There's no way the head of the fucking region's in right now. Fuck this. This is like a heat of the pandemic, and I just had a kid. And then, oh yeah, he was in. <laughs> so I had to. He was in. I had is to a, flee. I had is he to a basketball fold. fan. Well, he. I had to like hide that I was doing anything. So <laughs> yeah, like, I quickly did, and then like forgot I was like in a white zombie T-shirt or whatever. And the guy was like, "Where the fuck's your uniform?" And I was like, "Here's a funny story. I like sometimes like get wasted at work, and then uh, that was good." <laughs> okay, I feel like hot start to the pod. Um, hot start to the pod. Dylan's back. Uh, this is amazing. <laughs> I'll be at Wendy's next time. Yeah, yeah. Please switch uh, fast food restaurants. Uh, <laughs> please, just, sweet you know. free Wi-Fi. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I mentioned to both of you guys before the pod. Uh, there, the only other cliffhanger is uh, is Will Weldon, who was actually on that episode with you, called Raptors in six uh, in uh, our podcast right before the the finals, and didn't do any type of interview. Uh, he just like said Raptors Refused. in six and and hung up. And like drop the mic, and uh, it was a big call. Anyway, so uh, big call. Your cliffhangers uh, way better because it's insane. <laughs> um, and and I'm glad you're alive, Maddie. Honestly, how Sorry. would a podcast be if the advertised like all of these guests are doing this from work? <laughs> like they all fired, and we're just gonna talk about like whatever until they're almost fired. Like, well, you showed us the the stakes are high. The stakes are quite high. The like, stakes were high. And then that guy, and then that guy showed up to another thing to the school again, obviously, to make sure I wasn't like messing around. And I was out like um I was out just like, you know, doing the lawn or whatever. And then he's like, we're and then we're just hanging out for a second, honestly having a nice time for 10 minutes. And he's like, This fucking this vaccine, this COVID's all bullshit, right? And I was like, Oh god. No, I don't I don't think so. And he's like, global warming, huh? And I was like, you like it? And he was like, not real either. And I'm like, oh, man, nothing's yeah. real, huh? What's this guy's name? We need to put him on the pod. No. <laughs> this is He'll like just tell you basketball isn't real. Chalmers. <laughs> well, this is the thing is that a surprising amount, you would obviously think caretaker is a job where it's like they're all conspiracy theorists, but they're not. Most of them are just like, I'll do whatever. I just want to watch Netflix at work. And that's the <laughs> sickest thing. I'm not a janitor anymore, but if anyone out there needs a job, go to the TDSB, man. You do 
you fucking you gotta scrub some stuff for sure but after you flush a couple turds you're just watching whatever on netflix sounds <laughs> <laughs> like a good time it's a ring okay, endorsement you let's gotta talk like some raps let's no talk some raps <laughs> please please no. or dylan just goes full full one man play let's Dude, uh, this is the, you get a union too <laughs> Part time, you get a union. Hey, I'm pro union. Better job. Maybe being on the Raptors. What are the Raptors? The when someone hurts their knee on the Raptors, what do they get? They get a year off. And it like they get cut maybe thousand dollars maybe. Five, I mean, that's a lot more than okay, Maddie. Uh, <laughs> please, that's more than thirty thousand. For the win. I feel like I got to go to Alan first uh, or it might not come back. Uh, <laughs> let's, yeah, let's, uh, let's dive right into it. Um, nurse is, you know, he's kind of being tough on Boucher and Flynn. We've seen this in the past, but I'm kind of wondering what you guys are, uh, you know, you're starting with you, Alan, like what's your rotation thoughts? It doesn't have to be about Flynn or Boucher, just like in general. Um. Yeah, I'd love to see more Malachi Flynn, honestly, to be honest. But um, I'm not too, too worried. So one week into the the season, uh, we have injured players. Rotation comes. We find the things that work over time. And, you know, look at the Lakers. Look at the Nets. It's not, you know, a symptom of just our team. It's the entire NBA is trying to figure out, you know, which players to start, which players to end with, and how many minutes does each player get. And, uh, yeah, once Utah comes back and then also Pascal comes back, like, they're going to need those spots, too, from, you know, Boucher. So it's like, how do you figure all this out right now? So I'm not too, too worried, but, you know, let's figure it out on the fly, and hopefully we can get some wins in the uh, in the old win column sheet. I, too, am not that worried. I feel like I'm seeing, you know, more tragic than I like, but I also feel like that's kind of necessary, you know, if we are going to yeah. trade him. I don't know how much we're going to actually, like, bump up his value or whatever, but I do think... I don't know. I guess he, if he's benched, that might not be good for trading him, you know, and for thinking long-term, but uh, yeah, I, I want to see, I feel like just more continuity, more like, you know, lineups with, with guys that can shoot, which I, I know is hard uh, on this team, but I feel like I'm a, maybe a little bit Flynn over Banton for that reason. And Banton's been amazing, but like, just, I don't know. I do feel like we need a bit more shooting out there, like at all times. Um, I, I'm assuming a trade's going to happen too. So, but uh, yeah, let, uh, Dylan, where where are you at with the with the rotation in general? I think that a lot of people. I mean, to be real, you have to talk. You know, like the media obviously has this has something to talk about the start of the season is. But I heard like an alarmist podcast about the Raptors where they were talking about how they're like 24th in offense but seventh on defense, and it's like that's four games though. Yeah, and like they're a team. Without Pascal, but also for Malachi and Boucher, I mean, we should for sure. Is this not like a growth year? Like, are we actually trying to like, I think it's one of those weird years. Maybe like I wouldn't say the magic with like Daryl Armstrong, that weird team where they got eighth. You remember that team where it was just like, oh, it had a Ben Wallace on it. Like, obviously, that led to oh, the... Oh, man, uh, that's a throwback yeah, team. Ben Wallace, whatever. Where we're just like, we're trying... Got all these guys. We're going to try it as hard as we can. We're going to we're gonna place well, obviously. But 
But like everyone else, no one else is tanking. Why don't we just tank? And if if Mal if he's if Nurse is just gonna play Malachi, who's clearly a guy of the future. But the other thing about Boucher is Boucher is like sneaky old. He's like twenty eight, isn't he? He's uh, you see, I think he's twenty seven, turning twenty eight. Yeah. Yeah. So like that is a, the decision to play Achua over him totally makes sense to me because Achua is young, and if you're gonna get anything out of him, oh, you're yeah. gonna get it now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think it's kind of an interesting idea. Think about you know Pascal coming back and and what exactly the like intention of this season is because I also feel like you know developing Barnes as a shooter or you know seeing if uh, Precious can actually shoot is probably going to pay off. You know, a, a, like long term, I also feel like Masai kind of has this permanent goal of developing and winning at the same time. I do feel like you're right, though, Dylan, in that this season is going to be leaning more so on the side of developing. Like, I think they'll leave some wins on the table just for the sake of trying, you know, trying a guy out. And and we're going to win games just because we have Fred Van Vliet and Pascal and um, all these like all these other guys who are like professionals, even Boucher's like that, mm-hmm. like just guys in their prime who are professionals. And honestly, I was thinking about it. I'm like, I don't want to fucking tank. I don't want to go yeah. what we were like. I don't want to go back to being like Bargnani's going to do it, man. Like if we have good <laughs> players that attracts good players, because I think that free agency is kind of a weirdly a thing of the past. Like if you're a huge star, you'll sign the Supermax and just be like, fucking totally. trade me. And yeah. then your team Instead of you going for free and you getting less money, everyone wins because the other team that traded for you gets the play gets you, and then the team that lost you gets like nine hundred draft picks. <laughs> no, you it's know, true. Like, I feel I feel like development is such a huge part of the NBA, and it's only getting bigger. Like you know, when 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 San Antonio was emphasizing it so hard back in the day, it was kind of like, oh, that's cool that that's a thing that they do. And, you know, I've been saying for years, Utah, Miami, Indiana to a lesser degree, you know, Toronto under Maasai. I think all these places are, you know, different. And obviously Miami's like a like a big ticket place, but they're they have a different approach that isn't just like, let's, you know, shuffle the board constantly. I think these places have really emphasized development and um, yeah, I mean, it should be interesting watching this roster. I feel like rotations are going to fluctuate. You know, Utah, uh, or sorry, Utah, uh, there you go. Watanabe's coming back. And I mean, he's, I feel like, going to need minutes, right? Like he kind of deserves that. But uh, yeah, let's, um, let's move on here because I, I, w- I want to get, I want to get back to being silly. And, and Maddie, please come in. Uh, starting with some like, I guess I don't know how to describe it. Sort of upsetting news. Basically, it came out that Edward Rogers was like trying to tamper, uh, or I guess not tamper. He's on the board, but he didn't want Masai, uh, you know, to resign. Uh, can you know had complaints about like his bodyguards, which I think was like a a photographer or like the yeah. guy who does open it was, gym. It was and, who like, love his friend. Yes, two, two of his two, friends. Two black guys, probably. And like, yeah. Oh, it wasn't what like, a documentarian. Yeah. And then yeah. it, so basically, this guy was making a documentary about, like, oh, here's what we're going to do this offseason. And then he was like, ah, bodyguards. <laughs> One of them's wearing a beanie, and the other one's wearing a crazy shirt that says Supreme. Supreme of what, sir? <laughs> it definitely makes me think of, um, you know, Phil Jackson's posse comments with LeBron. Yeah. 
and you know that there's that like racial tint and you know obviously we know that you know the some of the rogers people have been like photographed with like trump and shit and anyway it's like you know we if you're a canadian you know about bell you know about rogers um but they're cool yeah, the, the rogers family <laughs> this was kind of like a succession-y thing uh, it's uh, it's still unraveling. You know, Mayor Tory is involved. Uh, he's a mayor of Toronto. It's it's crazy. But I, all, all that to say, uh, you know, I think that's going to continue to unfold. But uh, I want to know, like, from the three of you, as a Canadian, you know, what do you feel like is appropriate as far as like taking out your revenge on on these people who almost took away Maasai from us. Like that's, if, if there's anything that I was worried about as a Raptors fan uh, in, in, you know, in terms of retaining Maasai, it, it was this, it was like corporate meddling because I feel like he always wanted to be here. And the idea that he really wanted to go elsewhere, you know, was more so insecurity. And, you know, but this to me was the real danger and the fact that it happened and, you know, we kind of came through it is amazing. So anyways, a little bit of comic relief, Let's, let's start with you, Dylan. What's your what what would be your like response to this as an average Raptor fan? Like what, what like how would you take it out on Rogers? How would I take it out on Rogers? Yeah, I really like that his name is Ted and his kid's name's Ed. <laughs> <laughs> and then like what's the, is the is his, is Ed's kid name just like D or E? Like that's really good. It's Ned. Ned. Yeah. No, I don't know. back in. It's just Tedward. Anyway, <laughs> there's. I mean, we're kind of handicapped. I don't know. I'll like. I'll like take a shit in Roger's building one time or something. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Or I'll like maybe I'll convince the janitor for. to walk out, you know, caretaker's code. <laughs> I'll walk in there and I'll be like, they've wronged us. And then just like, no one cleans. Is there like a hand signal that you can like shoot out to them? They're like, oh, we know it's on. Yeah, you just go code and then they leave. <laughs> the way you code is you the word code. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cated code. You would never. It's kind of like, for sure, this guy's uh, password isn't password. I'll just bypass that. <laughs> so three password. So Dylan got <laughs> shit in the lobby. Like that's and and no and also, toilet. I would never have to make a fellow caretaker clean up shit in the lobby. Christ, what kind of monster moron piece of shit do you think I am? That goes against the shit. code. I would take a shit. I would knock on the toilets because I can tell bust by a knock, just by a noise, which one's the weak toilet. And I would shit in the weak toilet. And I would tell my brother in arms that that's the weak toilet, and he would put it out of order forever. Ooh, that's pretty good. Or yeah. you give him the nod and you take a shit on the desk of the owner because caretakers can get anywhere. This is really good, yeah, because like no Freddy, one would know. don't open your door. On. I'm behind your door. <laughs> I'm in your door. I... Okay. Oh. Yeah. No. This, 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 this is what I'm on, on three hours sleep. <laughs> this is what I was looking for, dude. Um, just like a meaningless shit in the lobby. That's how you get meaningless back. shit. Put me back as the big stream yard. Meaningless shit. Every shit means something. Okay. Okay. Oh god. Every shit means. I feel like you're put that you're on my... your stool and making sure it's okay with that. Like, hey, every shit's important here. No, it um, is. Matt, no, no, put yourself no, as the big health. one on StreamYard now. Matt, what do you think about? Whoa, you're throwing to me now. Yeah, what is uh? So let's say this. Not this isn't about Rogers. Does every shit mean something? <laughs> oh God. Uh, yeah, I, d I think there's meaning to every shit, and yeah. thank you. you know, uh, no, that's, that's fair. Meaningful <laughs> shit. Yeah, as long as it's a meaningful shit, a really truly meaningful shit, then yeah, there's a lot of power in it. Okay, good. Fair. Power okay. too. 
Let's um let's let's ask Alan. You know where where are you at with uh, well, uh letting out your frustration on Rogers? Like I mean, tough act to follow. Not gonna yeah. lie. I just uh, want to talk about meaningful shits first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> talk about some shits you've had. I, I had a spicy one the other day. It's horrible. I put too much pepper sauce in my food, fell to the next day. Um, but hey. yeah, I, yo, the best way to get back Rogers, everyone cancel your Rogers and go to, I guess, Bell. That's not, not bad. It's a new opposite. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. It's yeah. hopeless. Go, here's what you got to do. You got to go back in time, go to a Rogers video, tell everybody <laughs> in there that your jobs are not secure, and then flash out of there. Then start okay. a petition to change the Rogers Center back to the Sky Dome and then just give him the middle finger to Ted Rogers' grave. There you go. That's a full day. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that is a full day of work. Uh, I like how and, it just starts with you running in a random store. <laughs> <laughs> All of these ideas are like, you know, I guess we're admitting like Rogers has a lot of power because we're basically just like, hey, you know what? Start a petition. Um, <laughs> well, it didn't happen. That's the other thing. It did not happen, which is astounding yeah. that something to happen and it did not happen that's a victory it, in itself it's kind of crazy that like decisions like that can literally be like lynch pinned onto one person and it's pretty well, scary you know about the donnie story right the, sorry the donnie you cut out there for a sec sorry donnie nelson was the gm of the mavs for a million years obviously he drafted dirk and luca like that's how he starts with dirk and basically ends his tenure with luca and then mark cuban just hires this dude who's an analytic analytic yeah, wizard was was that a yeah. real story like was this what's this guy's name he was like a poker player that like controlled a lot of Corrales, all the decisions. uh yeah. um Anyway, I forget his last name, but yeah, but yeah Toronto, he, wasn't he? He like made a pick. He actually made a pick for the Mavs. And then when he was like, well, you're and then Cubans in the room with this dude and Donnie Nelson and basic Donnie Nelson. Also, there was a power struggle between Don Nelson and Mark Cuban and Donnie Nelson, who's Don Nelson's kid sided with Mark Cuban. This is how far back they go. And Donnie Nelson like ran out of the room and was like, fuck this, fuck this organization. If you're just going to take this charlatan's advice then <laughs> why the fuck am i even here right just that is that story just to say a thing like if an owner wants something to happen usually it does happen so i think it's great that this didn't happen yeah. it's, it's kind of unprecedented and fuck, washington had offered him three percent ownership and a huge deal like, the english premier league was like looking at him too yeah so it's like clearly this guy's coveted so like lock oh, him man. down that doesn't make any sense to not you know, look to the future of a franchise. He brought like $500 million of like net worth to the actual franchise, brought a championship. Oh, he quite the man. It. Pay yeah, the man. $1.5 billion. But that might be just the growth of sports in general, though. Yeah. Because sports is literally the only thing we watch on television now. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I know. It's, it's insane to me how sought after Masai was and just kind of like, I mean, sorry, it's not surprising, but it's just, it adds to the frustration of this. And, Anyways, yeah, let's just let's just keep venting, Maddie. What what what's yours? How are you gonna take it out on 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 Rogers? We got we got a lot of good options so far. Oh, I want to get fucking deep on this guy. I want to go full <laughs> full fucking Mrs. Doubtfire. Like, I want to infiltrate this fucker's house. I want to fuck with his TV. I want to fuck with his internet. I know how to do all that shit, Edward. Okay, just enough so that you're gonna have to call your own shitty tech support and get someone to try and tell you to unplug your fucking router 
for 30 seconds. That's what I'm going to do. But I'm going to also make you some nice food because I will be in Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> You'll all be Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> so what you're going to do is change your name to Maddie Doubtfire. <laughs> Put an ad in the paper. He'll find it. Sure, that's how he gets all his nannies. And uh, yeah, I will fucking I work like on him. And he will step down from that board when I'm done with him. You'll fall, he'll fall in love with you. I like <laughs> yeah, I like if I have yeah. to. I like anyone's revenge heart. plan. It was Break like, well, my heart. revenge? Let me tell you this. It starts with accent less. <laughs> <laughs> because this Yorkshire doll is about to take your heart. <laughs> yeah, I also love that this you know, includes... Uh, uh, Edward Rogers falling in love with you. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's been a good journey here, taking a shit in the lobby, you know, like, like organizing uh, all the way to um, not know, in a lobby. Weakest toilet available. <laughs> Weakest I would toilet. never sorry. do that to a fellow caretaker. Yeah, sorry. I, I, I keep going to the lobby. I don't know. On why. the record, caretakers are like cops, man. You're never not a caretaker. <laughs> You're just off the duty, off Poop. duty. I was going to say poo lives matter, but that's not <laughs> <laughs> No, it is not. Take him out. <laughs> Take him Get out, Dylan. <laughs> Dylan's done a lot worse, but you're out. Um, okay, mine is basically uh, trying to also, you know, infiltrate the board. Uh, not so much as, as Miss Doubtfire, uh, but like, I think... Trying to get into the board, like work your way up Rogers and basically like reveal like just like a like a full on like Ashton Kusher um, uh, pranked show. Wait, what, what, what was the show again? Ashton Kusher punked. punked. Like just fully do a punked where you're like a punked meets, you know, undercover boss and just like spill all Rogers like, you know, equity or whatever into the market. So mine's a long play as well, uh, less creative than Miss Doubtfire, but more <laughs> kind of like you know Mr. Robot type yeah. thing. Like, but like it involves you slowly working your way up Rogers, which might not be that successful. Here's, but, here's, yeah. here's another play. Here's another play. Uh, Freaky Friday him. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Transfer all his money into your account and mm. then tweet on his behalf just like racist stuff <laughs> and Freaky Friday back and then just peace out. Oh, I wish you could. I wish like Freaky Friday, you could just be like, okay, I'm gonna Freaky Friday back. Like this, honestly, got crazy. Like, <laughs> got real intense. First, you gotta tie yourself up first. So when he goes into your body, he can't do anything. There you go. Plan ahead. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Plan. So that's why Alan ties yes, himself up every night, all the just night, every <laughs> Friday. Every Friday, I tie myself up just in case I Freaky Friday with something. J- yeah. JIC, I got to tie myself up here, baby. Twelve oh one Saturday, I go. All right. Guess it didn't. I know Lohan's coming for this body. I got this baking show now. She's trying to fucking Freaky Friday me. I know that. Any night, Lohan's coming out for my for my body. Alan, I'm glad you're staying safe. You know, tying yourself. Up. Got it. Uh, let's, uh, wow. let's, that was three really creative answers and one that fucking sucked. Yeah, you know what? My answer usually does suck. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I feel like I, I I'm really creative with these questions, and then when it comes to me, I'm like, honestly, I've run out of ideas, and everyone else's <laughs> ideas were better. If everyone's watching this on video, Matt said he wanted to become Mrs. Doubtfire in a dark room too. <laughs> <laughs> He's just surrounded by darkness. Like, well, I'll tell you this. I'd, I'd, I'd become Mrs. Doubtfire. Pierce Brosnan wouldn't get any near Ed Rogers at all. Yeah, Matt. Matt. Matt's definitely you know 
usually coming from that or the snowplow angle. This guy loves his snow removal system. So I was, I was oh, thinking okay. it might, that might be included there, but you know, better. Left, no, I, I left flubber out. I usually bring flubber into the mix, but um, no, just slowly uh, in nine to five, you know, working it. <laughs> just, okay. just, a, just a 30 year plan. Yeah. Just a 30 year plan. That's uh that's really, you're going to lose in the end. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's talk some NBA. Uh, Maddie, uh, fully in the dark now. <laughs> Uh, if you're ready, if you're, if, if you're present, please, um, uh, give me a moment for our sponsors. And we're back. Uh, sick, Maddie. Why don't you give me that delicious Adam Silver sounding foghorn, whatever weird audio thing you got NBA sting. This is Adam Silver. Oh yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I, I messed that up. I do the beo at the first one. I thought I got the hang of that, but I didn't. Um, <laughs> Dylan, <laughs> let's 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 go to you first on this one. Uh, yeah, what's what's the most surprising team so far? Good or bad? Uh, I think that the Bulls are the most surprising because they're playing good defense. I think that's the thing that has surprised most people. Everyone kind of thought it would be they would have to win. To win, it would just basically be like, yeah, they score 150 points in regulation, and then it's just Lonzo Ball on defense weeping, <laughs> saying, I can't do it all. I can't do it all. But Zach Levine has stepped up. Um, I mean, Vucevic still shit. I mean, we just watched the game, the Bulls against the Raptors, and you were talking, it's funny, because you were talking about can Precious shoot threes, and he turned down like two wide open threes in the last five minutes. One of them ended in a dunk, which is great, but like, wide fucking open threes. But anyway, I think, I think the bulls, not that I didn't think the bulls wouldn't be hyper competent just because they have DeRozan who is exactly what they need. Just like an amazing regular season player where it's like when the playoffs happen, whatever, but like, (laughs) but like legit, like these guys need to be in the playoffs because they haven't been in the playoffs since, you know, Derek Rose was the Chicago bull. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the a lot of people thought the Bulls were were going to be improved. I I consider myself in the in the doubtful camp, still waiting a little bit. But I mean, they've looked good. They've looked solid. Uh, they four have and zero, man. Four and yeah, zero. They also, play, yeah, they I you know not to take away from what the Bulls have done, but they did play you know some not teams. Strong opponents. Yeah, yeah, and I think once still the man. tests come, we'll see. But you know what it says? It says a lot. It says a lot that you know when you win the games you're supposed to win. That that says a bunch because a lot of teams are struggling out there right now to find their identity, and they already kind of have that. All worked out from defense. Well, well said. I think like you know a lot of teams are struggling to find their identity, and the Bulls look like you know at least from from the get go they have good chemistry and you know different types of scorers and uh, you know DeRozan just killed us with with a million tough shots and you know like like Dylan said like. We'll see. Whatever come come to playoffs, but the Bulls haven't been in the playoffs for a really long time, uh, or I mean, at least a couple of years. And I, I think they haven't been in in the playoffs and like you know looked like a meaningfully good team. Which you know we'll we'll definitely wait on that one. But they they look good. Uh, yeah. Who's who's your team, Alan? Good or bad? Um, I have to. I, I give it up to the other ball brother. Uh, I think Lamelo and the Charlotte Hornets are looking you know a lot of fun to watch. 
Um, shout out to Ish Smith who comes on that second unit and he has just like so much energy and just moving the ball. I'm still not on sold on Gordon Hayward. I can easy that here. Also, Miles Bridges playing playing excellent. Uh, and also a team that's like they're not they're, like the win columns aren't really showing up, but it's good basketball is the Sacramento Kings which I don't know if anyone's really been watching them, but they put up some like some good numbers against some really good teams. Uh, gave Steph Curry, you know, run for the money for a little bit. Um, Harrison Barnes has been putting on, he's put on a tear for these past couple of games. He, I think he's up like 30, 40, some, some, somewhere in that range there. And Davion Mitchell looks like that dude. He is super intense on defense. You know, he guarded his brother, stripped him a couple times. Um, they're, 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 they're starting to look like, uh, you know, something. And it's been a very long time for that franchise. You know, they've had a drought of just success in so much so long, but it looks like it's working. looks like everything's kind of clicking for them. So I'm excited to see what happens for them later on the season. Alan uh, league pass Lewis. Flat yeah, Who's been watching it. the Sacramento Kings. Harrison <laughs> Barnes is doing well. Harrison Barnes right now through the three games, 28 points a game boards. How many so, words? so far, Harrison Barnes is Amari Sotomayor. <laughs> right? Idaho's best. Or is he from Idaho or Iowa? One of those places. One of the places where he's the only black guy. Iowa or Idaho. <laughs> yeah. Where he's from, except for he's only really had fun playing basketball and everyone's liked him in Golden State. That's the one time. And then he got traded and it was back to sad. Ames, <laughs> Iowa. But he did play at North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've been watching every single Sacramento game, making sure, you know, I see how Holmes is rotating on defense. Uh, <laughs> he should have been I, in the Raptors jersey. I know. he, he That's the one, you know, of all, all the kind of like, we need a center, you know, hubbub. And I feel like we're, we're still lacking in certain ways. So, you know, I, I do like Precious, but, you know, just sticking with NBA, I, Holmes looks awesome. And, you know, he, he definitely, I think, is going to, you know, help Sacramento win some games. Uh, my team's... Uh, and I don't know if this is like slanderous or whatever, but I am a little bit surprised that the Warriors are off to a four or no start. Uh, you know, we're, we're recording this on the 27th, so I'm not sure if they're playing tonight. The Raptors are playing tonight. A bunch of teams are playing, but yeah, I, I think the Warriors look, look a bit better than I thought they would. And the fact that they're looking like this and, you know, Clay's not back yet. It's kind of like, Oh, wait a second. Maybe this is like a, we're back type year. I, I guess in my head, I feel like they're, they just weren't going to recover from, you know, when they lost the champion to the rap, well, the championship to the Raptors. And like, the, I felt like the nucleus is kind of like aging out. And again, it's early days. We'll, we'll see. Uh, the, the other team that's surprising to me is uh, uh, I'll throw in a second uh, is Phoenix. Uh, I feel like Phoenix is off to a one and two start and that's okay. But I kind of just, I felt like that that was the type of team that was going to have like a huge potentially yeah. uh, regular season and just kind of like like almost come out streaking. I just had I had this yeah. thought that Phoenix was going to be like pissed and like you know whatever be undefeated through six or seven games or something. But it's all Sarver's look, fault. Yeah, Sarver. You know. Uh, well, I mean, you didn't, God, you didn't solidify that contract. There's like you know weird shit going on in the locker room. They're not playing to their potential. Got to lock down that dude's contract. Makes no sense why he's not getting paid. I totally agree. Yeah, we talked about Aiden um, last week and, and just like, you know, it is a weird precedent setter in your organization to have someone who's like clearly should be a massive part of the future drafted first overall and be like, you know what? We're going to be cautious here. And then, you know, I'll, I don't think it's all like fully out there yet, but it seems like a big, big like Sarver, you know, expose or something's coming out. Um, 
he already has like put out like kind of like deniers, uh, you know, like he's been floating stuff like, Hey, just so you know, somebody's going to come out. I swear. I'm actually a good guy, which is like, Oh shit. This is uh this is going to be a big deal. But um, yeah, let's, uh, let's keep going here. Uh, Alan, I'll stick with you. And um, yeah, just what, what's, what's a good player in a bad situation in need of rescuing. It can be like from a rotation, a chemistry thing. Maybe it's like, you know, um, a trade. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it's easy to say OKC and shag Gilgis and get him out of there. But, you know, Josh Kitty's looking a lot of fun. So there might be something later on down the road for them. But uh, I think Portland's really underperforming. And when we look at Dame and what he's been doing, which is like not a lot. I, I, I think him trying to adjust to that kind of system with um, Chauncey Billups and him not, you know, being so ball dominant with a lot of like high screens is like kind of messing with them. And he might figure it out. He might not, but the, the end of the day, he's not shooting the ball. Well, he's like two for 24 or something like that right now. So, you know, get him out of there. If, if they got to do some type of Philly Portland trade where they both trade their, you know, those pieces that aren't just working with them. I think that would actually be advantageous for both teams. So, uh, I, you know, let's free Dame. Free Dame. I feel like, you know, that, that in, in the summer that that was one of the stories that kind of like came and went and you know the, you know all the Kyrie stuff is so big all the Simmons stuff is so big and it was kind of like you know no no um new people are coming in here you know Chauncey's here like let's just like make this work here in Portland and I feel like with them being off to a slow start and I'm not sure how old Lillard is but like I would say like perhaps like 31 um you know not necessarily out of his prime but there's not that many years of like potential, you know, top 10 playing left. And I'm not trying to be like, you know, a, someone who doubts Lillard, but I think, you know, this, the, the Simmons thing also isn't going away. So I feel like that is both of those two, you know, kind of c- combining like a switch. It would be a massive blockbuster. And I, I feel like potentially necessary for both teams. Uh, that's the, 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 those are great picks. Uh, I, I just want to say, Per, per Dylan tradition, uh, he popped out of the podcast. Uh, he's not at work. Uh, I think it's, I think is, or you know, maybe he is actually in a in a McDonald's bathroom. But um, uh, we, we I think yeah, I think he's... Edward heard him talking shit about him so much that uh, he fucked with his internet. Shut down his Honestly, internet. Honestly, yeah. Like we're, we're talking about what we can do. Uh, Edward can do some shit. You know. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, if Dylan joins us again, uh, amazing. Uh, hopefully he does. But uh, yeah, it's spotty Wi-Fi. We can all relate. Uh, and and Dylan obviously is, uh, you know, oh. if you haven't. Oh, he's back? Okay. <laughs> so up, I would buddy? like to rescind my comments about <laughs> saying anything negative or joking around about any caretakers previously. <laughs> Wait, so, so you're not apologizing to Edward Rogers? No, so... I would like to say that I would not abuse my power as part of the caretakers to take a fecal, fecal matter. Oh man, the, the caretakers got Ed to Rogers. Man. They, wow. I got a call Holy. and they explained some stuff to me. And you know what? I see the world a bit differently. Here's how I would get back at Rogers. I would calmly agree with them <laughs> that it was a good decision to get rid of Masai, and I think that. Pat Quinn would make a lovely 
Raptors GM if he's still alive. <laughs> or Pat Quinn dead. Jr. or whatever. Quinn, Dylan, your face is white. Are you okay? Like, what happened to you? I feel like there's a gun out of frame just <laughs> pointed at your head. Don't, there's nothing right here. There's no one standing looking at me right here. I just have to keep my eyes forward. <laughs> Uh, also, I, also my Wi-Fi is Bell, so maybe <laughs> do whatever you want, Rogers. I don't know. Well, Dylan, it's you know just just in time. You're actually you're, you're up. Who's 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 your bad player? Um, you know, in 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 need of rescuing, like or sorry, just a good player in a bad situation. We got, good player we in need a, of a bad situation. We got you know a Portland Philly trade already. Okay, well, fuck. I wish I wish I had missed out on that. Um. Or I, I wish I hadn't missed out on that, but um, I was really pumped when, uh, I mean, the Philly, obviously you want to say Ben Simmons, but I was really pumped when they talked about um, De'Aaron Fox going to the 76ers. I think that would have been mm. like, fuck, do you remember? And this is, uh, I'm very old, of course, but like when everyone on American mainstream media was like, yo, Doug Christie's actually amazing. Isn't Doug Christie great? We we're like, yeah, he's been or great on the Raptors. Isn't he like the only player to ever hold Michael Jordan under 20 points per game average, like defensively? Oh, anyway, something I, like that. Yeah, I say that to just say, like, I think Garen Fox would have been like an internet, like an international. He would have been a national sensation if he plays with Joel Embiid. Because I think that he does all of the things that would be a great partner to Joel Embiid and they would have got him. But the thing was, did you hear about that trade where it was like, I mean, this is all hearsay, obviously. Apparently they were like De'Aaron Fox and an unprotected for Ben Simmons. And then Maury was like two more unprotected and then, you know, yeah. click on the phone. Hmm. But yeah, I think I've, I've been a big De'Aaron Fox fan for years though. And the Kings have bad ownership as well. I mean, the Raptors try and have bad ownership, but the yeah, and the king, the king's got like three point guards, three starting point guards on their team, picked up smoothly where Darren he was Fox going. Is, oh, there oh, he is! There he is! He's back. You're frozen. Oh, is it, no! Oh no! He's, he's no! He's, he's there! He's oh, that was good. Okay, that was that was like, his eyes are moving. YouTube. That was sick. So part of being a caretaker is that you gotta like be a blue man for a while too. <laughs> So learning a peek behind sick. the curtain, if you will. <laughs> a peek. Wow. Anyway, long rambling answer. I think Darren Falk is good, and in a better situation, he'd be butter. Yeah, no, I agree to that 100%. Amazing. I, yeah, no, Fox is a really, really good pick for this because I feel like he's someone, he's been in Sacramento for a while now. Um, you know, Sacramento, like, you know, to Alan's earlier point, I, I feel like is exciting from the, you know, standpoint of they have a lot of good, you know, at least. You know, fairly recent draft picks, you know, I think, you know, that that are really strong players, and you know, maybe maybe, maybe they'll be able to like do something and and finally make the playoffs. But uh, my player, and I feel like he's the type of guy that you know, there's no island for. People generally aren't; they, they don't seem to be like in love with his game. But I would love to see Carl uh, Anthony Towns uh, not in Minnesota. It yeah. seems like he's, you know, not going to request a trade, still has a long time on his contract, is, you know, trying to be, you know, like work some chemistry into, the, you know, the culture of the T-Wolves. But I kind of just think that there's so many, you know, franchise problems there and their current core, although, you know, Edwards looks pretty good. Uh, I'm not sure about Russell and, I just feel like if he were thrown into a situation where some of the pressure was taken off and he could just be like, like one, a one B with somebody, 
I feel like he could really, really just make like a. He you needs know, to I'm, be like Pau Gasol, where it's like, yeah, how ex- he's yes, been exactly. like out alpha and like. But the thing about Cat is he pretty much made that D'Angelo Russell trade. And if they would have just stayed put and not gotten fucking D'Angelo Russell, then he'd have Anthony Edwards and a ton of draft picks to play with to get someone else. Dude, they'd have Ben Simmons right now if he hadn't have asked for that D'Angelo Russell trade. It'd be so, like, yeah, no, I mean, Anthony like, Bennett, I, it's his Kat, buddy, but Ben Simmons and it is and, his buddy. And this is the thing about players or GMs now. And like LeBron James, maybe top player of all time, obviously arguable, but undoubtedly you could say one of the worst GMs of all time. Cause he's like, every time he's like, what's Mike Miller doing? They're like, Mike Miller's legally blind now. And they're like, no, he's not. He can D, I mean, 3 and D. Put him in the corner. He'll hit a put 3. Him in the cor- <laughs> He'll put him in the corner. I will say, I feel like LeBron, you know, has also orchestrated a lot of success, but his teams generally, yeah, like he, we all know he doesn't really like young players. And like, I feel like this Lakers version is like the true test of like, how old can a team be? And still, it's weird because, like, I feel like usually the teams that make the finals aren't young. Um, they have a lot of veterans, but yeah, I've like that's definitely a thing but with you're LeBron. You're looking at and, like 31 year olds, not 36 year olds. Like, a couple 36 yeah. year olds will make your team great. Like, every team needs like just a Marcus Ole, who's like, like a, a PJ Tucker. Yeah, yeah you yeah. need that old guy who's like, this is the last, I'm redlining, this is the last energy I'll have in my adult life. Yeah. Or a now James Jones. You know, or James, James Jones. Jones. Also, I was going to say this about the Warriors before the caretakers punished me was uh, it's all <laughs> just having Wiseman out since they've had Wiseman out. When Wiseman got injured last year, they were hmm, on a 60 win a pace. Lot better. They're on a 60 win pace because they don't have to incorporate this dude into their offense. And now he's injured and they're playing great. When Wiseman comes back, they're going to be shit again. It will not shit, but like they'll be worse. And it'll be interesting to see if Steve Kerr isn't just like, let's fucking ship this guy and Wiggins out for Ben. See if we can just get Ben Simmons or something. No good. uh, uh, 600,000 draft picks. (laughs) Wiseman. And like, you know what I mean? Like, because who gives a shit? Like, you're kind of done anyway after Steph's gone. Just let Jordan Poole score 50 a game in 2029. (laughs) <laughs> wait so so are you saying the warriors should like just kind of go all in and like punt that like type of development stuff 100 percent, yeah this is probably steph's one of steph's undoubtedly one of steph's um last year's yeah how, i don't think that i don't had, think that people dip off i don't think like the people dip off like we're used to we're all at 33 yeah we're all used to seeing people like like in the nineties where it was like, Patchy is really good. Oh no. He ate too many pistachios. He's done now. Like <laughs> his body can't handle that. But people are like managing their body. Like LeBron James. Now, like they spend millions to spend like half their, like, and, sorry, a lot of money on their, yeah. uh, on their bodies. I'm interested to see what, how Steph Curry kind of transitions to that phase where it's like, he doesn't have that, that first like burst of speed type step. Yeah. And he's just kind of a perimeter shooter on, you know, on a team, just the, best marksman you could possibly have yeah, just, just the, guy, just the best shooter of all time hanging out just like, like i can still do this you know but like that's ray old. allen like ray allen on the heat i mean like you look at those numbers and they're whatever but it's like he's the fucking fourth option i got imagine steph curry's the fourth option on a team in two years where everyone's just, like no i don't know he scored 15 points a game last year he's probably shit and then it's like now he's wide open and he never misses yeah, yeah. When when if Steph is able to do that, like you know, I think Ray Allen also was really, I feel like, good at defense still, like late in his career. And you know, Steph isn't, yeah. 
an amazing defender, no, but like, bad. yeah, yeah. I would say, <laughs> I would say if you said that, if you told me, you know, Steph is a bad defender, I would, I would be like, correct. But you know, I don't feel like he's horrible or anything like that. Like he's been a part of really, you know, efficient, good defensive lineups, but also played with like incredible defenders. You know, clay is like, I, I feel like, you know, all defense level guy. Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's, let's do some quickish questions. Uh, Maddie, good, sir. Would you please give me that uh, frenetic audio file you got there? Give me that quickish questions. Sting. Quickish questions. Yeah, Matt looks like he's in a constellation. Scenario. It's like he's on Twitch. Like this is like a Twitch stream. You're playing some game. It's super nerdy, and I'm having a good time. No one comment. My wife can hear the notifications. That's what he's saying. Don't, I can't get rid of the ding. I can't figure this fucking thing out. You wake up my goddamn kid. I, th- I thought that was hey, chat, the voice. Keep it of down. The- keep it down, I, chat. Dylan, I thought that was the voice of the caretakers you were doing. <laughs> no, I would never make fun of them. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> Keep that respect level going for your brethren, you know? Um, all right, this is quickish questions. Uh, I'm going to, you know, try and get through these questions as quick as possible. We'll see what happens. I might stumble, slur, you know, get lost, uh, just misread something. Your guy's job is to answer as fast as humanly possible. You know, stalling, you know, you can't phone a friend. Sometimes Matt will repeat the question back. That's not allowed, you know? Um, well, I guess it's allowed, but like, <laughs> you know, just keep it snappy, okay? Yeah, I'll keep it uh, snappy. Here we go. Uh, let's go uh, Let's go, Dylan, Alan, and Maddie. Dylan. <laughs> if we had to play basketball against other planets, what would Earth's team be called? Ass shit. You <laughs> 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 said quick. This is... That's, That's how you play the game, folks. It's quickish questions. That's great. Um, Dylan. Or, sorry, uh, Alan. Um, if everyone on the podcast enters the skills competition, who's winning? Uh, me. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say yeah. fair answer. Um, might sound conceited, folks. You know, uh, Alan's right. Um, okay. Wow, Alan thinks he would beat me. Fuck. <laughs> Listen, just because you beat me in a uh, I did. The, that machine game, just yeah, put it I, out, beat put it the, I beat him in that game where you can play really drunk, and uh, he was fucking shook. Oh, yeah. I shook this man to his core. In a different province, too. Didn't like it. The whole yeah. ride back. Sounds, Thinking about ways like, to, yeah, to get him back. Just six hours of this man stewing. Wow. Oh, that's good. good. The good stew. You want a six hour stew. Beat someone (laughs) for a long trip. That's fun. Uh, Okay, Maddie. Yeah. Um, We all know about the significance of Delano Banton's uh, 45 uh, jersey, Kipling. What's your significant (laughs) number selection and why? My significant number selection? (laughs) Look at this guy repeating the question right away. (laughs) No, not quick enough. No. uh, My significant number is uh, 81, and uh, I like to wear that to remind people that Phil Kessel used to play for the Leafs, and, uh, you know, it was a... Sometimes you have the numbers to remind you of the tough times, not the good times like the Kipling bus. And I don't know if there is an 81 bus, but uh, maybe Phil would take it. 
What is this, slowish wow. question? Yeah, <laughs> this, this is slowish monologues. Um, Jeez. No, but <laughs> that's him playing the sting for himself. That's the, uh, 81, the 81 is the thorn cliff, so that's what he... Nice. Steve, you know... That some, some, checks out. Alan knows his buses. I also love mm. how you said the 45 Kipling is like a good time. <laughs> it um, definitely is. It's a bus. It was. Uh, oh, yeah. Hum- the Humber buzz. Humber, baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dylan, uh, Goran Dragic, intentionally playing terribly or old? Dog shit. Kiss boner. Sorry. <laughs> old. Yeah, old. Are Just, we at the skate park? Um, I think he wants to get traded. I think he doesn't have the option. He's ugly, too. Wow. Okay, this is good. This is the new bank. Say quick. Yeah, yeah. No, these, these are good. This is how you play it, uh, Alan. What neighborhood should Scotty Barnes be house shopping in? Uh, he should house shop in the beaches. Get himself a nice beachfront property, and he can go run on the beach with his hands up. Just get everyone just excited. I love it. Like even in the winter too, where people are like, "Wow, this is a windy part of town." He can yeah, it's dedication. Towards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maddie. Yeah. If you were brought to the table to negotiate Masai's last contract, what would you personally offer to have him sign? Wow, great question. Um, we've actually answered this before, and I will stick with it and say, we'll give him sneaky D's. <laughs> he can run it. He can be the manager. He can get the profits. He can be there for the late night nachos. I think sneaky D's, and let's not forget Scotty Barnes, Went to Sneaky D's when he first came to the city. So, really? there, there, yeah, he did. There is a tie to the Raptors, and I think that's what I would give him. He'd be very happy. He wouldn't even need the percentages and all that shit. Fair. Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> did you know there are rap? Yeah, did you know there are rap tickets still available in Detroit? Tons of them. Yes. <laughs> okay, I love it, Alan. Yes. Um, <laughs> would you rather go to the go to uh, go to that Detroit Raptors game, or buy a new leaked Raptors jersey? Uh, let's give me that leaked Raptors jersey. Daddy likes exclusives. Oh, like um, <laughs> Maddie. Yeah. Worst front office meddler: Edward Rogers or Richard Petty? Ooh, um, I guess I'm going to have to go with Eddie, <laughs> but Petty, that's a whole other beast. <laughs> wow. Makes sense? That was a good answer. Yeah, that was a good answer. Guys, we rocked it. We made it to Ooh. the end of the pod. Um, this was a good one. We got silly. Dylan was in and out. I hope he's okay and <laughs> you know not in trouble. You know, I honestly, got shit like, to do, man. I got fucking do stuff. I'm not. I'm not like you guys. I don't have all this fucking bullshit time. <laughs> the Raptors. <laughs> wow. Um. Just, just go, going hard. You know, at the I end. Gotta uh, do, I, I gotta do. I gotta fucking. There's. I still do caretaking as a hobby. <laughs> they don't pay me. Dude, I like game. wave that's dirty out there. You don't think I've been thinking about that the whole time? <laughs> I did not mean to insult your craft, sir. Um, Why did you text me that you wanted to insult his craft? That's so weird. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, like, I've been watching the movie The Craft a lot. <laughs> it inspired me to insult Dylan. I like Blythe. the idea of watching a movie a lot. <laughs> like to me, that yeah. would be watching a movie a lot would be two times within four years. Be like I watch oh, that a lot. It's twice a day, you know. 
Um, wow, this this got silly. This is a good time. Uh, D- Dylan, um, what's up, man? Uh, I'm going to throw to you, mm. like, you know, uh, what's going on? What, what should people check out? Your album, of course. Oh, yeah, check out. I have three albums. Thank you, I farted. More farting. Oops. They're all $1,000 each. Bandcamp. <laughs> Don'tgot.bandcamp.com. Legit, they're $1,000 each. Just buy one. That'll be good. Um, also, they're online because whatever. No one pays for anything. I'm at Dylan God on every social media. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. And uh, I'd also like to uh, promote QPED. QPED. That is um, the Caretakers Union of oh. <laughs> Toronto Board. QPED. Q-P-E-D. <laughs> you can work twenty hours a week, and they'll pay they two thousand dollar knee brace. <laughs> two thousand dollar knee brace. They got me. This, wow. This this episode yeah, was man. paid for by the Toronto. Get a job. At, I'll tell you this. Give up. I mean, don't give up your dreams, but if your dreams are stupid, just get a fucking job as a caretaker. You got stupid dreams. There's probably people here who are like, no, nah, I invest. I got the crypto. Yeah, yeah. Like so yeah, you, you heard it from the horse's mouth. If you investigate crypto, change it up. Yeah, if you're investing in crypto, fuck. I got a wall here. Fuck you. All right. Don't you dogecoin yourself over to a toilet and get a real job. <laughs> Um, that is okay, guys. Check out his albums. I actually, I was just listening uh, earlier today. Um, your fart story where you almost got beat up. Like honestly, Dylan, Dylan doesn't mess around. Here's, here's uh, the thing: I couldn't name it another thing about farting because I actually had a long fart story on the last one. So we'll be back to naming it after farting for the fourth one. Thank you. Um, thank you. <laughs> You're uh, welcome. Oh, I also have one called "We Farted" with John Hastings. Okay, good. So that's four. No, yeah, there's, five. There's, there's a lot of fart content for sure. <laughs> there's a but, lot of yeah. stuff about farting, and then I started cleaning up shits, and I <laughs> really gained an appreciation for it. Oh. Dylan, uh, I love this. Uh, I was going to say, I love with you. I love you. You're hilarious. Um, uh, at the, the Alan pod. Shane. Alan, you got Twitch, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, I like the idea of like Dylan just like cleaning a toilet, overhearing somebody talk about crypto, busting that like door open and be like, you should fuck quit that job, you fucking loser. Get- you know, there's a lot of caretakers oh who God. made a lot of money on crypto. And then you know what they did? They lost a lot of money on crypto. I'll tell you that. Fuck that crypto. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I don't, I don't fuck with crypto. I try to. It's too scary. It's there scary. was two weeks where everyone was like, why aren't you on this Coinbase, Dylan, you fucking idiot? Quit your comedy <laughs> yeah. thing and just full, full time into crypto. And I'm like, I don't know yeah. about that, guys. And then they were silent for a long time. It's gambling. I don't do gambling. Uh, yeah, Ooh. you can follow me at the Alan Shane on in Twitter and then Alan Shane on Instagram. Not smart enough like Dylan got to get the same thing. Uh, Shoeless Lewis on TikTok. Shoeless Lewis on Twitch. Also watch the Greg Haney Bakey Show every Sunday, 8 p.m. And then also this Monday, next Monday, watch uh, Roast Battles. I'm on that episode. So Woo. 1030, set your PBRs, watch me, all that fun stuff. Yeah, we and had then, yeah, uh, below the hardwood. Um, yes, below the hardwood. We had uh, Ennis Hasmer on um, last week uh, with Roast Battles. Uh, he, he was, uh, you know, the host for season one and two. Check that show out. Check Alan out. Check Dylan out. Um, yeah, th- this podcast was nuts and amazing and fun. And uh, <laughs> thanks for everyone for listening. And, you know, I've been saying we've really been growing. So super appreciated. Keep spreading the word. Uh, yeah. Maddie, if you feel like we're good to go, please give me those delicious words. Okay. Yep. okay. <laughs>
Sounds like gnocchi. Gnocchi. <laughs> <laughs>